Hello everyone and welcome to this next episode of Shenmue Dojo Interviews. Um, I apologise that it's been a bit longer than usual between shows, but I have a really good guest for you today. So my guest today is a staple of the Shenmue community. Um, you may have heard his music across various platforms the last few years, where he uses Shenmue music inspired with 80s synthwave to create an infusion of Shenmue music with a modern take. This has also spilled over into other platforms and games such as Ghost of Tsushima, and the Final Fantasy series. More recently, he has released a new EP called Shiray, and he continues his good work on the Shenmue Italia fan site. My guest today is Rio X. Welcome to the show, Rio X, or Ricardo, as I should, should call you. How are you doing on this fine Saturday morning? Uh, I'm very good, thanks, Matt. Thanks for the invite. I'm super happy to be here. No, I'm more than happy to get you on. You've been on my list for a while and I took a short break from interviews because just getting things together and unfortunately real life takes over, I'm <laughs> sure you know. Um, but I'm glad to actually finally get you on get you on the show. So I do this with all my guests and my first question, sort of before we get into your music and, and everything else around it, is I want to get a sort of a rundown of your gaming history and how you actually discovered Shenmue itself. Well, that, that, that's an interesting one, honestly. Uh, as for my gaming history, I started, you know, quite quite early. I was like, you know, what five years old, and yeah. my father had, you know, one of those Commodore sixty four. Oh yes, I had one of those. They oh, were man, brilliant. Brilliant. You know, you remember those floppy disks that were huge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I had tons of them. Don't even know actually if they have, were all legit or there was some kind of piracy at the time, uh, but had. Tons of them, really, uh, and that was my, my my first approach with with gaming. Uh, then, at some point, my father decided that that it was better for me to deal with uh, with personal computers and okay. to learn how to use that, uh, which which I I did uh, pretty well, honestly. We, we, that's what I'm doing for a living right now, right? I'm working on IT, uh, but yeah. I always wanted to play. I, I wanted to play video game. So I started with a PlayStation. Uh, not, not the best console ever to start video gaming. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, but that was my entry point. Uh, and I, I had an uncle that was a video game freak, really. He loved playing everything. Uh, but he was living quite far away from me. Uh, we were in South. I'm from Italy, so I, I was living in south of Italy at, uh, at that point, and yeah. he was living in uh, up north in Milan. He once came back during summer uh, around, I think, like was 1999 or 2000, something like that, and he came back with a Dreamcast. Uh, I, I I went to the to the airport with my father, you know, picking him up, and I was like. Hey, uh, uncle, did you bring something for me? And it was like, yeah, I, 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 you know, I have a gift for you. Well, it's it's mine, but you can use it as well. I was like, interesting. And it was the Dreamcast, and that was my uh, actually the first time that I saw Shenmue because he was already playing it. Okay. Uh, I, you know, I tried to convince him to kind of give it to me, you know, at least for a couple of months to, to play it at home. And it did happen. Uh, and, you know, I was like, what, uh, 12 years old? So Shenmue, as you know, didn't have any translation in Italian. And me being a small Italian, 
uh, fell. Uh, you know, I really didn't know English at the time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I remember playing it, you know, with the dictionary side by side because I, I couldn't grasp few, few things, uh, but I didn't know so many words. And I, at the time, there wasn't, you know, smartphones or uh, there was already the internet, luckily, but there wasn't too much, in, you know, in front. it wasn't easy to get the information at the time. So it was me there in front of this huge TV that we had playing Shenmue and with a dictionary and i still remember today i didn't know what job mean and when at the point when rio said okay i need to find a job i was like okay what is a job and and then i searched in the dictionary and i still remember that and it's good memory nice and that's a very different take on things because obviously as you say no no italian translation which with that obviously no italian translation that it interrupted the experience or do you think it actually helped your experience with it uh, man I, i'm so thankful for for that because i think that without shenmue i wouldn't actually you know uh learn how to properly well properly you can still feel my accent and you know some words are off but I wouldn't actually learn English. So possibly I wouldn't be here in London where I'm based today. So I, I'm so thankful for that because it gave me, you know, the drive to start properly learning the language because I wanted to know more. I wanted actually to learn, to, 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 to live the experience at its best. Luckily also, you know, from, from a, a language point of view is not too complex. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so once after you get the gist out of it, you know, it's it, it's play it, it's fairly easy to play it anyway. Yeah, it is, and it's one of those games I think once you get the grasp of it, it's not too difficult to understand. I think obviously it gets criticized a little bit for its pacing, but that's part of the experience in, in my book. So obviously you played Shenmue one. Did you pick up Shenmue two very soon after that, or was it a lot longer after? I mean, it was lo so long after that because, of course, Dreamcast went away with my ankle when he wanted it back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my father was still of the, you know, the idea that he didn't want to spend so much money on buying a new console, new games. And stuff. Yeah. So uh, I started actually, you know, putting my money on, uh, on my uh, my piggy bank, and uh, it did take some time. And at that point. Uh, Shenmue 2 on Xbox happened. Man, it, I mean, it took some time. Uh, and that's when I actually bought my my first console with my my actual money. Yeah. Well, they weren't my actual money because, of course, it was always financed by my father at the end of the day, but it was my first purchase in, in, when it comes to video games. I got an Xbox. Actually, I got Shenmue 2 even before I actually had an Xbox. Uh, and I, I had this kind of, you know, a small temple that I did at home where, where I was counting the, the day and I was praying in front of Shenmue 2 saying, okay, I can't wait to play this game. Uh, and finally it did happen. And uh, it was even, well, uh, let me say that. Shenmue, Shenmue 1 is my favorite game of the series. Yeah. But the experience that I had with Shenmue 2 was just breathtaking. Really, it was just amazing. Shenmue 2, I, just, I don't know, it's the word I use, it, go, it goes crazy. It does so yeah. much in in that game in terms of the story, in terms of the world building. I've, it's a very different experience to Shenmue 1, which is a lot more homely, a lot more, it feels a lot closer, doesn't it, I think, is the way I describe it. 
Well, also, you know, for for that time, uh, I, I was reading a lot of manga, uh, and I was so deep into, you know, Japanese culture. Mm-hmm. So having the chance of of actually living in Japan, because that's what you're doing with Shenyuan, right? So yeah, you're actually living in Japan. You're a, a Japanese boy. Uh, you, you don't feel the distance between, you know, Rio and yourself. You are Rio. That, that's the amazing thing. So for me, it was like, I want to go and visit Japan. I'm going to play Shenyuan. That, that, that feels like I'm, I'm there. Yeah, it does. And it's... I think that's that's part of the appeal of it, especially yeah. to us in in Europe and and also in America, where I think it's done it's done a lot better in the West than I think they anticipated. Actually, most of us, certainly for me, it was my first real sort of exposure to Japanese culture and sort of the way they do things and mm-hmm. and their customs. So I, it just piqued an interest in me from from the offset when I played it, and that's just the world building itself when you take into account obviously the storytelling that's in the games i mean name me a more epic opening scene of a video game <laughs> you're going to struggle i think in my opinion and then obviously take into account the music oh man uh for for, for me uh but you, you know i've i've been playing music since i was yeah i think 10 something like the tens or 12 uh, but anyway, even before that, I always had that kind of thing that when I had, you know, beautiful music, I was really into everything that that was, even if it was a movie, whatever was the media, if it had, you know, good music, it had my attention. So, man, Shenmue was like love at first sight, really. The quality of that that music and the composition, it was just crazy for the time in a video games, but Generally speaking, when you see the other media of the time, man, that composition is really top-notch. It is. It, I mean, you can see where the money went, yeah. <laughs> quite frankly, yeah. can't you? You can see how much they spent on it. I mean, they had full like orchestras doing recordings in the studios. It, and, I mean, you can get orchestral versions of the soundtrack, obviously, on, online and various other places. I don't know. It was, it was a no-expense-spared thing. It was a point to say look we can it was a movie quality experience especially with the soundtrack i think yes man still today uh i played that music so many times in my in my home my home that even my mother now 20 years after that if she hears that that that, then you know the the first few notes she's able to say oh that's shen even if shen played the game she, she knows about it because that music is so beautiful it is so recognizable that really it is it, just amazing. It is. And slight tangent question. Obviously, yesterday they um, released the pre-orders for that music box. Have uh, you have you ordered yourself one? Yes. Like, I, I was, you know, I, I didn't even actually read the news. And I saw comment from, uh, from, from James and was like, okay, I got one. I was like, you got one of what? What is this? And in like 20 seconds, I just went to the website, pre-ordered that. I, I couldn't find my, my, my debit card. Where's, <laughs> where's my wallet? Did I lose my wallet? Who cares if I lost my wallet? I need to pre-order this thing. Uh, yeah, I, I got mine. Can't wait, man. That, that's such a beautiful. And also it came with, you know, this score signed by, uh, by, by, by the composer. So yeah. it's, it's just, it's just crazy. It's, for, for okay. the price, it's amazing. Yeah, I do. I, and 
I saw it and it was an instant buy. I mean, I'm a sucker for the Shenmue gear at the best of times, oh, yeah. let alone. But I, that music, but and it just sounds really, really nice, and the quality of it is is really good. Plus the signed score, I, I couldn't yeah. say no to that. For 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 that price, I think it's it's a bargain. Also, it's, I think so. It's only two hundred pieces of it, two hundred fifty. 250 yeah so it's a rare item yeah so yeah good 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 you know item for for my collection uh that that, that's also one of the good parts you know starting to be an adult and then you start earning money for yourself is that you can spend money on whatever you want basically and i have so many new things now at home i don't even have space anymore uh my partner she's not super happy about it (laughs) Uh, she knows that my love for Shenmue is like really is the real deal. Yeah, and my wife's very similar actually. <laughs> she, I've got I've got a shelf up in in one of our other rooms. I'm gonna have to move it over actually, and then I've got some bits and pieces in a cupboard. That when I can get it all out, I don't think she's gonna be too impressed. Plus, I've got everything uh, else on the way from limited run games, etc. Yes, I, I was about to say that she didn't know yet about the limited run edition. So, oh, there's only <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's gonna know after this. This interview, get a big box turn up, and she asks you, "What? What's this?" <laughs> oh dear! Oh yeah. yeah, I think they see us coming sometimes, but it's all very good. Yeah. Right, I'm gonna fast forward into. Obviously, you've played Shenmue One, you've played Shenmue Two. When did you discover the Shenmue community? Um, how did you come across it? Uh, I think actually, well, Shenmue Dojo was like really the best at the time when i started actually surfing the internet it was the place to go to you know to retrieve any kind of information especially after shemu 2 ended then you wanted to know if there was a shemu 3 right so so the forum was there uh, i can read a bit of french as well uh so shemu master was of, of course another place to go uh but yeah i can contact with Actively with the community only when when Facebook happened and and Shimu 500k happened, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and and at that point everything started. I mean, I, I wasn't really active in the community. I was more like you know passive listener. Uh, but I would say that I started interacting more. Maybe when I started creating the the, the music as Rio X, uh, which is. It did happen completely randomly out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, I wasn't expecting now, you know, for four years later to have so many songs out there. Uh, but yeah. Excellent. And we'll touch on your sort of music in a bit. I just thought if we go into, obviously we had the gap between Shenmue 2 and Shenmue 3. Um, talk me through sort of your thoughts on not just Shenmue 3, but obviously the Kickstarter, the announcement. What, what, what did you think about the whole package together? I'm happy as, as it is right now. Uh, I was super excited when they announced the Kickstarter. I thought that it was the best solution at the time because I was sure that there wasn't anyone uh, ready to invest the amount of money that Shemu deserved to, 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 to just have the, the third episode, right? So that, that was the, the best compromise, and I, and I was happy with that. And I was also sure that it would have, you know, uh, broke some kind of uh, uh, yeah, you, you know now he's again in the Guinness World Record for the fastest game to be founded on Kickstarter. I was sure that it was a, uh, it was going that way. Uh, I really didn't know 
from 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 that time how much money you know Yusuzuki would have needed in, to make a a game as Shenmue One. I wouldn't think you know, about Shenmue Two because Shenmue Two was too big already, right? So I was really hoping to have something similar to Shenmue One. Did it happen? I, I mean, it kind of did because Shenmue Three is a, is a good product, but we all know that it has some issues here and there. Yeah. Uh, combat system being one of them. Uh, I'm not a f- and you know one of the fan of the combat system. It does work, and it is a good starting point for if they're gonna reuse that for for Shenmue Four. But of course, when when you put side by side that combat system from Shenmue Three and combat system from Shenmue Two, which is Virtual Fighter, basically, you really see the difference. Uh, Story wise, I'm I'm really happy how it go. It, didn't you know we discovered so many new things plus and you you can feel the load that Yu Suzuki has for this game from every single frame really it, it, it's just a, a pure act of love and, and you can feel it as a fan you, you can see that you know he did his best for for us uh, and I enjoyed it I already enjoyed it like three times I did three different runs uh, two on PS4, one on PC. Uh, well, now I'm gonna start another one on PS5. Uh, love it. I wouldn't say it's my favorite entry in the game, but I mean, that's that, that's a solid game. It is, and it's. I think you touched on this with the combat system. It's a it's a basis for a Shenmue Four because it's the systems are solid. It works. There's, I mean, I know the stamina system attracts a bit of attention. <laughs> Yeah. For, for whatever, you know, whether you like it or you don't like it, um, but I think the core systems are there. If they just touch those up and and tidy them up and polish them off, I mean, I, th- I think they've got a really good system there. And I, the games, the game itself felt like a Shenmue game. It, the world was detailed. You felt engrossed in it. You could get lost in it. So, considering what they had and the time frame and everything else that's gone on with it, the and the amount of love and effort that went into that game, I ha- yeah. Yes, there are some shortcomings. We all know what they are. Yeah. But at the same time, I think we need to be grateful for what we've actually got. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. Uh, and, and, you know, uh, <clears throat> I think it's also, it is also a good entry point for people that never played the uh, the, the entire saga, right? So, of course, nowadays, if you present to someone Shenmue 1 and Shenmue 2, you can find someone that, you know, agree to play a, a game that it does look old, even if it looks spectacular nowadays. Uh, but of course, with Shenmue 3, you have the, the the visual aspect that is is a next-gen game, basically. It looks gorgeous. And uh, it did happen with, you know, a couple of friends of mine that... They, they started Shenmue 3 and then they, they stopped and they said, okay, uh, I, I'm not really into retro gaming, but this, this game looks interesting. Let me go back to Shenmue 1 and then we're going to talk Shenmue 3 once in time. And they started playing Shenmue 1 with the, uh, the, the translation in, in Italian that we did with Shenmue Italia back, back in the day because we were able to do a, a translation for, for the first game uh, only on PC version uh, 
which make things easier for people. Because of course, the good things about Shenmue 3 is is multi-language. It does, I think, it does everything in there when it comes to subtitles. Yeah, it does. So it, it it's easier for even for Italian people, which are so lazy. Trust me, when it comes to <laughs> to, to to read in another language, they, they just want to read in Italian. So if it's not in Italian, they're not gonna play it. That's interesting. And as you say, the um. I forgot about the the Italian translation that you guys did actually for the PC version. As you say, it's a, it, it gets you into it and it makes things easier. It makes it accessible, doesn't it? Yeah. So going into um, sort of just briefly Shenmue Four um, and also the anime. What what are your hopes for those for those two things in terms of Shenmue Four and, and the anime coming out potentially next year? So what I'm hoping for Shenmue Four is being involved in the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you know, from, from, from a game point of view, uh, I, I I don't want to expect anything because I know that Yusuzuki will do good whatever he's going gonna, is gonna to do. I, I just have one single request and it's is about the combat system. Uh, just, But I know that he's, he's going to do it better anyway. He doesn't need us to tell him what to do, right? He is Yusuzuki. Uh, but yes, I, I really hope to have a better combat system. And story-wise, I'd like to see a, a bit more, uh, maybe a, maybe a little twist about you know what's happening right now in Japan. That that's that that's always been my my actual you know uh, one of my uh, constant feel like what's actually happening. Why we don't see some kind of, you know, I wouldn't call them even flashback, uh, some kind, you know, side stories of what is happening in Japan. Uh, yeah, m- maybe that. Lovely. And I think we get a little bit of that in Shenmue 3 with the phone yeah. calls, don't we, which I thought was a really nice touch. Yeah, it, it's so Yu Suzuki style, huh? because he, he doesn't want to show you, and it, 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 it lets you live that with the phone call, with it's so Yu Suzuki. Yeah, very, very much so. I'd like to actually, I mean, a perfect ending would be that Rio ends up back in Japan. When the series is done, he goes he goes home. But we'll see. We'll see. And what about the anime? Obviously, that's apparently due for release at some point next year. And I suspect we'll see a trailer at some point this year. What, what are your hopes for that? I genuinely can't wait. Uh, I, I'm a animal lover of course uh, really watching daily crunchyroll so i have a crunchyroll subscriptions of course so when i uh, when i knew that they were involved i was like okay these guys you know they are all not always doing like super good products but one out of three they are good products and the brand is shenmue so they want to do good of course i'm pretty sure about that yusuzuki is involved uh i'm I'm really positive about the the entire uh, project, not only Shemun, the anime, but that's a way to give you know to the brand more more brand awareness to people that never seen you know Shemun as a game. So they, they're gonna be interested in the game anyway. Once they're gonna see the anime, they want to play it, you know with their hands because that's what's happening you see the anime you're so pumped about what's happening in the anime and then you want to live it you know first hand uh and also i don't know if it's the first 
time that I'm, I'm not sure i don't think so that actually a, a, an old game got some kind of anime uh, version out of it but i think actually that it, it might be the case with Shenmue. I, I need to to investigate on that one yeah i'd have to do more research on that one. i know virtual fighter got an anime years ago but that was more or less you know at the same time it so which in me is kind of different because of course this is a game from 20 years ago that is now getting an anime uh, version just to 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 do what is it's just to pump you know a a, a new episode is it shame you for or they want to do something else with the brand that we do not know yet yeah it's true i mean they've got to have a plan behind it haven't they yeah what what the the wider goal is it i mean i'm assuming it's successful and i I, and i hope it is Uh, yeah of course (laughs) um but i they they must have some sort of plan in in order whether it's for Shenmue Four or whether, as you say, it's for a different take on the on the brand and the franchise and where they want to take it. We don't know, but actually, that's exciting because we don't know these things. And I think, in some respects, it probably benefits the franchise that there's that little bit of mystery around it. With like, whereas you look at the Shenmue Three Kickstarter, we knew everything about it because it was a Kickstarter, yeah. and we saw things that I think with Shenmue Four, assuming it's on the way and all the rest of it, we're not going to see because they'll probably go, right, we won't release a trailer until it's 100% ready. We won't we won't be exposed to those sorts of things. So actually, I think it could benefit the franchise longer term with not just the anime, but also Shenmue 4 in the way that they can, I think they can handle it in a more normal way. Yeah. They're going to have way more freedom compared to Shenmue 3. That, 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 that's with, with, with no doubt. You know, of course, doing things via Kickstarter, it does have, you know, it's good points, but also so many, uh, yeah, I wouldn't call them bad points, but, you know, uh, it, it comes with the fact that you need to be transparent with your fan base and with your uh, with the people that invested money. Uh, yes, so I'm, I'm sure that they're going to do good. I am as well. It, and Kickstarter is a tough spot, but all's well that ends well, I think. So I'm going to take a break here. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to play um, a track off of uh, one of your EPs. This is off of Neo Yokozuka. Nice. And it is Investigating the House. So enjoy, everyone.
Right, welcome back, everybody. That was Investigating the House from Neo Yukazuka. Um, just as a sort of a personal point, I went, I was choosing these tracks uh, yesterday evening, and I struggled really to choose any. <laughs> like, I was sat there going, I like this one. So I had to really sort of go, right, what did what did I listen to? And think, oh, immediately, because there's some really good stuff here. And Investigating the House is one of those. It's, it feels like a really, it's really nicely paced, and it feels, it retains that authentic feel, I think to the original track but i don't know maybe it's just me but I th- it feels like a bit of boss music in a video game. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true i had the same feeling actually when i when i finished the track and i'm gonna tell you something it wasn't done on purpose so i'm one of those musicians i wouldn't call my, 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 myself a musician as well i'm just a guy that has a hobby i like you know to play music but i'm trying always to go with the flow yeah I, it's not like i I plan a song, you know, from from the beginning to go some certain ways, and I I decide a structure. I'm like more like, yeah, this sounds good. Let, let's mm-hmm. go ahead with that. And you know, often it does work. Some other times, at the end of the day, you'll see that I'm not happy with the result. But they are all my 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 children. So these, you know, some children are good. Some other are not that good. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is what it is. No, absolutely. And that's, I think it's part of making music, isn't it? It's experimentation. It's you know, trying, does something work? Does something not work? Does this sound good? Does this not sound good? And I think that's part of the creativity of, of any musician out there. I mean, I'm, I've played bass guitar in bands over years. Nice. And I mean, I wouldn't ever consider myself naturally talented at music at all in any way, shape or form. It's probably why they put me on bass <laughs> guitar, quite frankly. But um, I, yeah, I, that, that enjoyment of creating something it, it's nice and i'm gonna sort of touch into that now and you sort of you talked pre- just previously about so you, you started playing music for you when you're around 10 and that if, if something has a good soundtrack you instantly hook can you talk me through a little bit of your music your, your musical inspiration your history any bands instruments etc and when did you really start producing your own stuff wow that that's a cool one uh so actively i started playing guitar yeah. when uh, that, that's also connected somehow to Japan uh, because it, it, it was because of a manga, honestly. Uh, I, I was reading at the time, I think it was something like 12 or 13. Uh, I was already kind of playing, like my, my, my grandfather had a, a huge uh, piano and mm-hmm. everything that was going there, I was always you know, intrigued to, to make you know, my own music, you know, always kind of with the sad feeling because, because I always had this kind of, way of making music which is kind of sad always playing in minor uh and it, it started there i don't know why uh i just feel it like fascinating and and then around i think 12 13 uh i started reading a a, a manga what is called back right that it was about you know this guy koyuki that 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 out of nowhere he met this guy that is playing guitar and then he started playing guitar and then they discovered that he had a huge voice and i was like yeah I can be that guy because, you know, uh, I, I, I was able to sing. Uh, I, I had a decent voice and I wanted to play guitar. So I started playing guitar. My father bought me a, a Squire Stratocaster, which is, I think, the go-to for everyone yeah, when they want to yeah, start a, you know, a guitar. And my 15-watt uh, uh, Ibanez amp. And when I started, I think the first song that I learned is, of course, you know, Smoke on the Water by the Purple. 
Yeah, everybody uh, does that on guitar. Man, I played that for like what five months, and my father, my mom, they they hated me. Stop that! And I was like, yeah. Uh, so that 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 was the time when actually I started, you know, playing with the guitar. Uh, but. I have to confess that I'm not good with you know studying stuff. I always been you know, but in everything that I'm doing, I don't like to get a book or you know, or listen to a teacher. I always been someone that pretty, pretty you know manual on everything. Uh, that being you know music, that being video game, that being uh, computers and 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 so on. Uh, so it, it it wasn't easy to to progress. Yeah, if, of course you you you're not you're not followed by anyone. So I, I took the the short way. I wanted to start doing properly music, so I had a decent voice. I said, okay, then I'm gonna be a singer. Uh, and I actually had my first band at I think it was 15. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, yeah, and it it, it went. Yeah, it, it moved forward until I left Sicily, basically, in uh, seven years ago. Of course, I had different bands, uh, but with the longest one, we, we toured around Italy as well. Oh, fantastic. Uh, did video clips, a couple of albums. Uh, you know, it was the beginning of everything. You know, looking at the material that we produced on, you know, those days, I, I'm, I'm a bit, you know, uh, ashamed of, you know, all the different... Uh, style that we were using when we were young it was like i, I don't give a damn let's do what, what we want uh but yes you know really good memories and that was the beginning i mean that, that's where where i when i really started actively you know doing gigs uh producing my music of course when you're in a band i was more uh working around uh, uh writing lyrics and you know the uh all the melodies around the, the singing and so on, the vocal tracks. Uh, it's only when uh, when I actually moved here in the UK that you know, being here alone, uh, I started playing my own music. I started creating entirely songs from from scratch, playing everything on my own. So I, I didn't know how to play guitar more or less, uh, and that's where the entire you know, music creation process started. Uh, I started experimenting with synths. I started experimenting with uh, uh, with the guitar, bass guitar, drums, and so on and so on. And it brought me where I'm at today. But again, it's completely you know self-taught. Uh, I always try to avoid following any guidelines. And possibly, if uh, if a real musician come here and they, they have a look on how I'm confusing music, they come to me and say like, "Man, what the heck are you doing?" Uh, but I'm I, it's just a way for me to you know relax, uh, enjoy what I'm you know I, I really like doing, and and apparently people appreciate the music that I'm producing, so I'm happy about that one. They certainly do. I mean, I know your real X stuff is has been around for a few years now and i think as 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 you, you've produced more eps and more music i think you've got more and more traction behind it now and obviously i think you're well known in the community and the music is excellent i've never heard a bad thing said about it i mean obviously james put put one of your eps on the shenmue world which was fantastic to see that on there so it's got it out to to a lot of other people as well so it's 
Um, it's testament to the quality of the thing, the stuff you're putting out. That it's whenever you release something, there's a buzz behind it. Which is something that always surprised me because I really, uh, it's like okay, okay uh, so especially you know when I'm so you know critical about my my, my work. And out of an EP, maybe with four or five tracks, there's only maybe just one song which I'm really convinced about. And the rest is like, man, are, are people, you know, going to like this? And then maybe it's completely the other way around. The, the track that is like the, the, uh, the most is the one that I wasn't expecting. So every time that I publish something, it's like, okay, let's see how it's going gonna, it's gonna to go. And... Uh, what people would say. I, I do not expect nothing. And then at the end of the day, there's always this big buzz, you know, with everyone sharing the Twitter post or even on Facebook, people buying my appeal, which is something like that is still crazy for me. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm so happy about this community. You know, I, I'm now I'm trying to diversify a bit, you know, the, uh, of what I'm producing because of course I, I, I don't want even to to focus exclusively on Shenmue because at some point you know the music is gonna it's gonna finish even if there is lots of uh, original composition done especially I you know with Shenmue 3 we had the soundtrack and there are something like 200 different tracks uh, but yeah now I'm trying to explore a bit more also all the games that, that I do like because People, you know, they, they started, you know, coming to me with, with requests. Can you please do, you know, a remix of this song from this game? Uh, I'd love to do that. But I am also one of those musicians that needs to be somehow connected emotionally to what he's doing. Right? Yeah. So if it's not the case with the request, it's even hard for me to even start doing a remix because I, I really don't feel it in, 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 in my heart. It's like, it's like an empty song and you end up doing something that it doesn't have a soul. Yeah. And, and music's all about, I don't know, there's a, there's a passion behind it. There's a message behind the music, whatever it is, be it rock, be it pop, be it synth or whatever it is that if, if, if it's just created for creation's sake, yeah, I think it lose. I don't know, it lose that it, it, it feels empty. Is probably the way I put it. Actually, having been in bands myself, and you're writing the part of the creation process is the enjoyment of it. And if you're creating things because you're being, you know, you're told to, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just think it feels a bit empty. But that's just my opinion on that. Yeah, you know that 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 was the, the main point of discussion with 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 all of my bands. You know, uh, every time that I had to put in a, I don't know a vocal line or write some lyrics, it's like Ricardo, you're you're you know you're, you're late. You you really should write you know those those lines. And I was like, guys, but if I don't feel like it, it's not like I can push myself in doing that because it wouldn't be, you know, genuine. It wouldn't be, you know, written with the heart. It doesn't have a soul at that point. Uh, and I actually have to say that it, it, it did bring to, to some unpleasant situation with some of my previous band. But that's the way that I'm working. It's not like I'm doing that, you know, professionally and then I have deadlines and that I have to respect. Uh, and especially when you are on, on an underground band and you want to make good music, you need to take advantage of everything. And, and I think that the, the, 
you know, the, the best weapon that you do have at that point is to write things from your heart. You know, you need to transmit your your feelings. And then if you're forcing to yourself to do music, then, then you're just doing something wrong at the point. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to disparage anybody who's a professional musician who does it for a job. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but yeah, I th- I, you do hear musicians getting burnt out because they are constantly pumping out music, they're pumping out stuff all the time, and they they get lost with it, and it's a shame. But you, you talk about this creativity, and the, the music has to have a soul, has to have a connection to it. Obviously, you have that connection with Shenmue, and it's clear f- from what we were talking about earlier in terms of the soundtrack. So. When did you start experimenting with with Shenmue and synthwave, and how did that all sort of piece together into your into sort of your earlier stuff, if you like? Uh, there's a nice story behind that because uh, my 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 best friend that is still in Sicily, so basically we are now seeing each other, you know, I don't know, once every two years when I go back to to Italy. Uh, but we always in contact. We always had you know the same uh, same, same passions. Uh, but I never was able to, you know, give him the passion about Shenmue. For some reason, he was more of a, of a Final Fantasy guy, so he had his passions, but I never was able to transmit the passion for Shenmue. At some point, he decided to start making video games with another couple of friends back in Sicily. And then he came back to me and like, Ricardo, have you ever played, you know, synth music? And I was like, honestly, no. I know actually how to write that because, of course, you know, uh, I did write things on uh, media and composing stuff, but never actually really invested time in doing that specific genre, which I didn't even know at that stage. I mean, actually, I, haven't listened, I, I did listen to a few songs at the time, but I didn't know that there was a, a, a niche about, you know, synthwaves, retrowave, 80s sounds. So he started sending me, like, 20 different songs, uh, as a like okay try to study you know the structure of the songs try to study how they are making this because we are making a game which has you know uh, a story in the space it's like sci-fi uh, and we want a, a soundtrack that is basically synthwave and that's what i've done uh, so i helped them and the first song that they tried you know in order to to, to find the, the the right way of composing music, because I, I said, okay, let's try to remix something that I do know, and and that I I do love. And first things in mind was Shenmue, and I started with the with the melody from Earth and Sea, which is actually the first song that I did put online, uh, and that becomes the beginning of everything. So I that worked because that that song. As you hear it right now, is the exact same song that I actually did as a first synthwave song. Yeah, yeah, I can hear it in my head actually. <laughs> uh, and that was the beginning of everything. Uh, it, it was my friend, you know, saying to me like, Ricardo, this song needs to go online because I'm pretty sure that people, you know, that do love Shermue will love this song because it it mixes the two things perfectly. And I was like, Are you sure? Because I'm not entirely convinced about this uh, and that's the beginning of my of my journey with uh with the shun wave sounds like a really sort of natural journey into it and obviously then you release it and your shen wave stuff starts picking up some traction people start liking it 
So then when did you sort of think, right, okay, I can produce more of this? When did you start experimenting with the other Shenmue songs as, as part of this sort of Shenwei project, if you like? So it, it came naturally because people were asking, you know, more and more about, you know, this type of work. And I was like, okay, there, there's just tons of stuff. Uh, but if you notice that there's actually a pattern in my in my first, I think, four releases, basically they are all stuff from Shenmue 1. Yes, yeah. Uh, and, and there's a reason behind that. Shenmue 1 is my favorite games, and I think that out of now the entire three games, it still has the best music. Uh, mainly because the, the influence is more Japanese than Chinese compared to the other two games. If you take in consideration already like Shenmue 2, you can feel that the 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 music is already switching from solemn Japanese music to more Chinese oriented with the Haru and all the other uh, Chinese instruments, which is not something that I do not like because I love it. But my love is Japanese traditional music, which is what I'm trying to do right now. And it infuses it really well together, because listening to your music before I came on air, um, you can hear it has like a nice undercurrent of those Japanese or Chinese instruments underneath it. That, that That's almost like you're trying to think of the word, sort of a bass layer for it, and then you've built your sort of your synthwave sound upon it. Um, that's, that's certainly with... Um, uh investigating the house i found that and one of the tracks i'm going to play in a bit um shenfa i find that that again you've got the the, you've got her theme just underneath it nice and quietly but it builds really really nicely to a sort of very powerful moment about halfway into the song and i love music like that that builds up slowly then comes really hits a high sort of halfway two-thirds through that's i mean that's just a personal thing of course but that's the sort of thing i like now, you're talking about Chinese and Japanese instruments as well, and obviously equipment for any musician, and um, if any musician's out there listening to this and you haven't got more than six guitars, who are you? <laughs> because most, <laughs> most guitarists I know do. Um, how have you gone about sort of identifying your equipment, getting your, getting the right things together in order to create what, you, you know, what you're putting out now? So... Today, now we with what five years in the making because I think actually it's yes two thousand and seventeen. So yeah, I would yeah. say for four four years, right? So the the first four Shen waves, uh, EP, EPs basically were created with all freeware stuff, mm-hmm. a- apart from Logic uh, on Mac. So I'm always working on. Uh, Mac devices. Yeah, of course. Uh, the first concept of uh, Heart and Sea was made actually on uh, what's the name of the other program? Garage Band, which is oh, the yes. free version, right? So that that's where I started. I was like, okay, maybe, but, but okay, I can spend money to buy at least you know the, the premium version, which was Logic Pro, which yeah. really opened lots of possibilities, and it does have you know. Uh, lots of synth instruments already in there. There is a, a nice plugin called Alchemy, uh, which includes lots of really nice synth sounds that are they are all used within my my first four shell waves. 
<clears throat> at that point, I knew that I needed something more. Also, because I was craving for having, you know, more professional sounds, more professional equipments. And, uh, yeah, I started buying plugins, uh, started investing money. Because, of course, you know, <clears throat> the DFP were, were generating profit at the end of the day. Uh, at the beginning, I think with the first two Shenwave FP that were released around uh, when the Kickstarter campaign uh, was announced, I also decided that I invested all that money that people were, you know, were paying for the EPs into financing Shenmue 3. That that's what I did. Uh, so I kind of invested like something like four hundred dollars uh, out of Shenwave's into Shenmue 3. Uh, but then when I started to actively generate money, I was like, okay, I'm going to invest this in buying new new equipments. And uh, today, is I, I think I finally had my final uh, rig, which is a new uh, Mac Mini with the new West M1 processor from Apple. Uh, and I bought tons of other plugins. I think I spent something like at least 2Ks on, on everything. Uh, but I think I have the, the final solution for producing music. I don't know actually if you listen to my... Uh, I, I, I kind of did a, a, a new take on a possible trailer for Shemin 3. Yes, I saw <clears> that. <throat> and it's blooming brilliant as well. Uh, that That's where I wanted actually to try my, my new setup, right? Because this, this new Mac is, is way more powerful. I can run, you know, hand plugins. And I tried to give it a more orchestral let's say, take on it. So maybe you'll see also some uh, orchestral EPs out there in, in the future. That would be really good. And if anybody hasn't seen this um, uh, trailer for Shenmue 3 that Rio X has put together, I would absolutely suggest you check out his website, check out his Twitter page, because it is on there and it is a fantastic um, piece of work. And I even saw that Cedric Biscay himself um, retweeted it and made some comments on it, which was really nice to see. Thank you. Um, uh, it, it did get actually quite a good buzz. The Cedric Biscay sent me a, a private message and it was like, man, that, that was super cool. And I was like, oh, man, I'm so happy you did enjoy that. Uh, so it's always nice, you know, when people, you know, recognize that the work that you're doing is it, it, good, but it's, it's good because, but because it's coming from your heart. I mean, I, I did that because I was feeling like doing that for Shenmue. Yeah, and that, at the end of the day, it's something that you know, unites this community is the love for Shenmue, be it the music, be it anything else. And that's and when yeah. somebody like Cedric or um, I know uh, Roy Aichi has, um, has messaged you about yeah. potentially collaborating, but I'll talk about that in a bit. It, it just goes to show actually the 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 love that people have for your music, which is really nice to see. So on that note, I'm going to stop us there for a minute and we're going to play another track. This is off of Shenwave EP1. And I've already talked about this. This is called Shenfar.
Welcome back, everybody. That was Shenfa from Shenwave EP number one. Um, as I sort of already said, I, I love this song. It's got the original um, Shenfa theme in there, and so it was a nice little undercurrent. And I just like the, the fact that it builds up to about halfway into the song, then it, it becomes a really powerful melody, and it really gives it that punch, and you can feel that authentic Shenmue feel, but it mixes so well with the the, the synth wave, it, it just just fits. It's a really lovely song. That's you know that that's one of my my favorite songs from from, from my my earliest production, honestly. Uh, and and as you say, the way that it builds up, that, that's the way that I'm always trying to do stuff. Uh, but it, does, it doesn't always go that way because, of course, as I said earlier, you know, I'm trying to go with the flow and it doesn't always work. Uh, but super proud of this of this track. Honestly, is I think is one of them. I might do some kind of re remix. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, this early production, of course, is done with, uh, as I said, you know, freeware plugins. So. I'm always curious about how that things would sound with uh, without changing structure, you know, without uh, you know, just no revolutions at all, just adding the new sounds to it. Uh, I don't know. I might try that at some point if we want to have the time. Yeah, that's the key one: having the time to do it with real, yeah. real, real life, isn't it? Um, I want to talk about collaborations actually now because obviously you're an active part of the Shenmue community anyway. I'm, I will talk about Shenmue Italia itself in a bit. Um, but one of your most recent releases, Shire, you worked with um, Shenmue community member and cosplayer Erin. Um, how did that sort of come about? How did you get in touch and how did that work, that collab? So th- that was completely random. At some point, you know what happened? I was actually composing Shire and I already had the concept in mind about. Uh, having these four songs, each one identifying one of the four heavenly beasts. And I was like, you know what? It would be really cool to have, you know, video clips about which one song with people dressed as one of the heavenly beasts. But we do only know about Landy and the, the other one, of course, being uh, Nelson. Uh, and I was like, but there's someone in the Shemir community that, that did that as a cosplay. And, and I had this idea in mind about doing a, a video clip with, with uh, some kind, you know, of, uh, of focus on, on, on mainly on the face, which is what actually we ended up doing. Uh, and I found a, a mock-up video and I shared that with, with Aaron. So we were already like, sending direct messages over Twitter. And I was like, okay, if you're okay with doing this, maybe we can find a, you know, a way to collaborate. She was on board with that, like, so the way. Uh, she, she, she's also very shy. So she she was like, I'm not sure I want to show my face, you know, around doing a video. Uh, but she was, man, she did such an, an amazing job, really. Uh, and she did everything by herself. The only thing that I did was like, I was sharing uh, on a on a weekly basis all the updates that I did to the song because I didn't have the final structure of the song yet in place, uh, and of course she wanted something to work on uh, in order to you know create all the different transitions between the different scenes. And once the structure was done, uh, yeah, she started working on that and she did an amazing. So everything that you can see in the video, 
from an editing point of view, it has been done by Aaron, uh, which is amazing. You know, you can see the background that is done with the green screen. Uh, and apparently she did film everything with, with the iPhone, which I was like, ah, this is crazy. With an iPhone? Um, yes. That's really impressive because mm. I thought it would have been done on some sort of professional setup. I was, uh, I had the, the exact same feeling. And then she was like, no, you know, I found this the, this app on the iPhone. I was like, what? Is this all with the iPhone? Man, and the results was, was, was incredible. When she sent me like uh, a 15 seconds uh, like preview, I was like, no, I wasn't expecting something that good. I was like, wow. And she's 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 such a star, really. She she's so down to earth. It's so so nice talking to her. Uh, and and I think actually that the the video and the song actually got the the some some good buzz. You know, people really appreciate that. And lots of people in the in Japan actually they they became aware of my of my music, and now they are following me on uh, on Twitter or on. Uh, uh, on Spotify, and, and they really like this kind of music. I'm, I'm talking about the original stuff, right? So I'm talking because on the Spotify, they put only the, my original books, such as Shirei, of course. These sort of collabs, obviously, it sounds quite natural, and Erin's been around the community for a little while now, which is she's got a name for herself in terms of she does some really good cosplay work, which is unreal, actually. I, I still can't believe she did that on an iPhone. That, that's Man, mind-blowing to me. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I'm gonna have to ask how she did that. That's, that's <laughs> crazy. I sit there thinking, oh, she's probably got a you know, camera, a professional camera, a professional setup. Does it all on an iPhone and probably makes makes everybody yeah. else look silly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, at the beginning, one of my of my idea was like the uh, same way that she did. You know, the the photo shoots for uh, dressed as Nyasu, and I was like, yeah. I'm happy to pay for for, for a video done in the same locations. And, and she told me that apparently, actually, you can't do video dressed as cosplay outside in uh, in Japan. Oh, okay. And I was like, wow, that, that's a weird rule. Uh, but it is what it is. And I'm happy that it did ended up this way because the result was amazing. And in the, it, it didn't cost money for me. It didn't cost money for, for her. So happy days. Yeah, definitely. And speaking of collaborations... Um... I know you've had conversations with Ryuji about potentially working together. Um, I was trying to dig out the tweet, actually, because I know it was mentioned on Twitter, but I couldn't find it. Has, has that progressed into anything yet, or is it still in the works? It's still in the works. So he's a really busy man. Yeah, of course. Uh, and, uh, and, of course, it's not easy to find the right things. But something is coming. He told me that... Uh, I don't want to spoil anything yet, but he told me that something will come in his YouTube account sooner or later. Fantastic. So we'll keep an eye out for that. We don't want to spoil it for anybody. So <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it there for now. Um, but speaking of sort of other musical projects, are you, what what are you working on currently in terms of your music? So I I actually started some other collaboration with some of the people around the internet, but really trying to explore new stuff. Yeah. Uh, because that's actually how you learn to do new stuff, right? So you just try to uh, to mix up a bit. Uh, and I I actually started this week the work for my new original EP, uh, which will always be in the style of. Uh, 
traditional Chinese Japanese music uh, mixed with synth wave. But I'm trying to go a bit more down the 80s uh, sound of it, uh, trying to to find more a similar structure to how the sound were done in the 80s. So thinking, I'm just so like sort of classic 80s synth wave yes. sound beats, those sorts of things. Exactly. When I think about you know 80s sounds, I always think about the main theme of Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Oh my word. Yes. That's my concept of, you know, 80s sounds. And I want to mix that with Chinese and Japanese music. It definitely works because you're showing me stuff. So it, as a basis would, would suggest certainly it does work. Um, do you have a, I mean, I don't want to put too many time frames on this, but when, when do you aim to release this um, EP? Well, usually, you know, it takes, uh, it really depends, uh, but it, it doesn't take less than a month. Uh, so I already have three songs ready uh, when it comes to, to, to structure and now it's all about you know adding the right instruments then I need to find the fourth song which is always you know I don't know why I always end up doing this I always have three songs ready and then, then I miss one I don't know why uh, but yeah potentially let's say somewhere around August sounds like a decent time frame good so make sure you keep an eye out for that everybody if you're listening to this um and do check out rio x's Bandcamp. all the links will be in the various descriptions either on youtube or the podcast provider of your choice when you're listening to this so we're going to take another short break now and i'm going to play another track this is from shen wave number three and this is called hong kong
Welcome back, everybody. That was Hong Kong from Shen Wave number three. Um, my sort of personal feeling of this, I really like how it stripped stripped right back actually in parts, and then sort of kicked back in. And I liked how you integrated the the, the, the um, Chinese instruments in this particular track. And it's, it's well, I found it easy listening. Is the way I put it. You know, it's it's. I think it's one of those songs where where I try to experiment in the most. And the the reference here to Shenmue are really really subtle. I mean, the, the, the theme is not as pronounced as maybe in the other songs, hmm. and it gave me more freedom, honestly, in, uh, in composing the song. Uh, still, I would say that is still on my top ten. <laughs> it's a very good track, and you, know, you are right. Actually, I think of like um, investigating the house, which is the first track we played. The, the the main theme of that song, the main sort of feel of that song, is quite pronounced. Yeah. Whereas if you compare it to Hong Kong, actually, it's, it's very very subtle. But actually, in some respects, I think. And this is again, this is my opinion. Listening to your EPs from all the way through, I think that's happened more and more as as you've gone, you started experimenting with things more. I think as your music's put, matured, uh, matured is probably the wrong word, but you see where as your music's developed, I think that's happened naturally. Yeah, I think actually it's also a way for me to you know experimenting more, right? So yeah. uh, I, I I didn't to want to sound you know like someone that is was entirely stripping the the Shenmue music and making remix out of you know the the the, the famous riffs from 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 uh, from the host. Uh, that that's why I actually try to to give more and putting more of me in 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 the remixes. Uh, but I think that Shenway Six, which is the I think it yeah it, it is the last one that I released for for Shenway. That's uh like I, I came back to again giving a, a really strong presence to, to to the main themes of the of the series, uh, but you can really feel the difference compared to to the initial Shenway one and two. Uh, yeah, I mean you know it, it, it's, at the end of the day it's just about how I feel on the spot. <laughs> Do I want to use this? Yes, no. Uh, so so they, this is what it is. Yeah, absolutely, and it's just it just feels like a natural progression of your music as you go through your EPs, which is really really nice. Moving away from your music, because obviously you are well known for your music in the Shenmue community, but actually you're also the owner of Shenmue Italia, the fan site, which I will also put links to in in the description um, when when this is published. Could you talk me through sort of your initial idea for setting that up, getting involved in the translation project for Shenmue on PC and and what your inspiration was for starting up that website? So we started with the project in 2018. Uh, I think it was it, it, it was already actually in my in my mind since ages, honestly. Yeah. Uh, because Let's be honest. Shenmue is not a big thing in in Italy. Uh, no many people knows about it, and of course, there's no buzz about it. And there wasn't even a <clears throat> fan site or or, or anything. And I was like, I really need to to fix this. I really need to, you know, let people know that that we are here and that this game is amazing. And uh, yeah, I, I found some. Uh, some some people around the web mainly on Facebook. Uh, also thanks to you, uh, the the five hundred k group. Uh, 
that they were interested in actually having some kind of website where we shared news uh, in the like of Shamilu Dodge, of course, or, 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 uh, or Shenmue Master and so on and so on. And uh, we ended up actually building Shenmue Italia, uh, which is still online, but it's not really updated anymore. There's, there's a reason behind that. Uh, in 2019, we released this translation for Shenmue 1. That project there, and it, it, it really took ages because it was in the pipeline, because I just actually gave some kind of, you know, a place to stay to the guys that were already working on it. They were working on this, like, at least for three or four years because the amount of text in Shenmue 1 is insane, of course. Yes, it is. And then I tried to apply my... My, my 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 experience of project management uh, on this, so I kind of you know became the boss around there and uh, and and try to to put everything in place uh, and it did work. Man, we we really got you know lots of buzz around it from uh, uh, official newspapers. Uh, on uh, we actually ended up also on, on IGN it, uh, on Italy. Uh, and uh, and people rediscovered Shenmue uh, thanks to that because one of the main things was like I don't want to play this game first because it's old but I can actually say okay even if it's old I can play it yeah that's fine but man it's in English I really don't want to to you know take my time translating that you know don't understand half of the things that are happening. And then with the translation, it becomes accessible to everyone. Such a shame that there is not an official translation for the PS4 version, but I mean, we did our best. You did a very good job on it. And I know it's it generated a buzz, especially with Shenmue 1. Are there plans to go into Shenmue 2 or is that going to be... Because that's a heck of a project to do Shenmue 2. <laughs> so, you know, people are still asking me. Uh, officially, we started the project. Uh, I can't say that it's proceeding right now because it's, of course, is like on hold. We do have something like 35% of the of the text translated already. And already that 35% is way more of what we've done with Shemu 1. And I'm like, man, this is never going to end. Uh, unluckily, the, the team left because, of course, there was... And you know, you know when it happened. It happened actually once we got Shemu three. Then the motivation went down. It was more like the team said, "Okay, we actually you know reached our goal, which it was creating buds and having Shemu three. Uh, but then, of course, with just being me managing the project, I tried to you know move forward with it for for a while, but it didn't really work. So it's there on hold." waiting for for the right person to to arrive and you know pick it up again yeah uh i'm a busy man which is why also the shemital is not really updated also because I, let, let, let's be straight there's not many news in the last couple of uh, uh of months uh but i have to say that it's my fault that i haven't been updating that uh i i'm working from home uh, super busy the entire day when I have few few minutes I'm working on uh, on other blog people do not know that I'm also a food blogger oh, okay uh, yeah which it takes me quite a lot of time and then when I do have some free time the other thing that I want to do is, is playing music so I put my love for Shenmue 
in music. Yeah, and I sympathise actually running running the dojo with James. It does take up a lot of time. Yeah. It, really, it does when you consider, yeah, if, if a news post break, for example, it can take, you've got to make sure the news is correct. You've got to get your images, you've got to get your posts up and that can take you a little bit of time, let alone, like, I don't know, say they announced Shenmue 4 tomorrow and how crazy that would go. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I, I share your sympathies and I do hope that that Italian translation of two does get off the ground and um, because it would be a really good asset for the community, especially on PC where lots I find lots of people are picking it up because it's always you know, Shenmue 1 and 2 is on Steam and it's always fairly cheap at the moment. So it bounces in and out of sales quite frequently. So it would be really good if that translation did come about. I, re- I really hope you mean it's gonna it's gonna happen. You know, at some point I was like, you know, if I'm gonna win some money, <laughs> either either you know, whatever way it's gonna be, or I'm gonna invest, you know, a, a bit amount of money to to hire someone to do the translation for me and then just publishing it uh, because it is a shame, as you said, you know, it, it would give you know the chance to a lot of people to to jump on the on the bandwagon and enjoy. That, that, that amazing adventure the which is Shenmue. Yeah, definitely. And we all do do things like this out of our passion for Shenmue. We're not paying yeah. for it. We just love doing it, don't we? So, yeah. Yeah. And we all have to balance this with, with, with real life, real jobs, and sometimes speaking to our wives and partners now and again, depending. Exactly. Exactly. But, man, that, that, that's our passion. I mean, actually, now it's more than 20 years, isn't it? So... We, we are here to stay, and I really feels like Rio and his story, he's like, he's one of my friends. I, I want to know what's happening. I want to do the best for, for this brand to succeed. So here we are, investing our money, investing our time, uh, creating new friendships, because at the end of the day, that's also what's happening, right? You, you met lots of people from the community. You end up, you know, having real friendships. So, man, this game got everything really it does and it's a game that will keep on giving and the job isn't done yet and yeah. um, we've got Shenmue 4 to get hashtag let's get Shenmue 4 on on the 4th of every month I know you join in on that and make sure yeah. that you, all the community groups with the 500k Shenmue Master Shenmue Forever Phantom River Stone yourself Shenmue Italia get on board with this this tweetathon and, and let's make Shenmue, Shenmue 4 a reality um i do believe it will be but we need to make sure that they know about it so yeah. my final question to bring us to a close is do you have a final message for the shemmy community keep supporting the game keep playing it keep you know keep the buzz alive uh always trying to you know preach it to to other people uh, it's it, it's not a game it is more than that when you jump on it, you will notice that is, it's really like living another life that you haven't lived. It's, it really gives you something that other games are not able to, to transmit. So really, keep pushing. Let's do all our best. And I'm, I'm sure that we will, all, all together, we will succeed. We will. And on that note, I'd just like to say thank you, uh, Rio X, for taking the time out of your Saturday morning to join me. It's been a fantastic hour and a bit that I've spent with you. I'm so glad I've managed to finally get you on the show. Matt, thanks a lot for, for your time. It really was nice to you know share my love for Shemion with, 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 with you and with the community. Fantastic. So I'm going to bring us to a close now. I'm going to 
use a track off of your Sheree EP. This is called Zazuko. Um, this is one of my favourites. I love the the intimate feel of this song and the Chinese instruments hook that's in this song. So thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen to this interview. I will be back, I'm sure, with another one very, very soon. Thank you to Rio X for joining me. Have a good day, everyone, and I will see you all very soon. This is Zazuko. <laughs>